So hey you guys, welcome back to another edition of whatever you want to call this, Shannon Talks Movies. I'm probably going to like name this podcast since I don't really remember if this channel has a name. So as always, I am your host, Shannon Gates, or whatever you want to call me. And just recently, I made a list of like for, about 42 actors slash... Yeah, actors that I love. Some of them are dead, some of them are alive, but like some have upcoming projects that I cannot wait for, which I will probably like include on this list. But I'm gonna go for like one or two movies that I love of theirs, which may actually, like I said, include like a futuristic movie, like something I'm anticipated for, or the return of something, perhaps like if there is like a rumored show or people have teased about whatever coming back then I will probably include um, that. Maybe I'll give a little bit of information, like probably, I don't know, the first film that made me love them, yada, yada, yada. But keep in mind, um, yeah. <laughs> I may even, like, suck at pronouncing their names. Like, there's, like, I'm going to go, like, in order from my list since I don't know why, but number 42, I just really love. And then this horror movie, which I will probably mention, like I said, yada yada. And some of these people are dead, so like, keep in mind that. But you can probably watch their movies, like some of them are probably on Netflix or like any other streaming type thing. Who knows? Maybe I'll see a few of them on um, that upcoming Disney Plus. Which I will probably mention in a few minutes or so for like these two guys, if they do happen, or three guys or whatever, if they do happen to um appear once again for the Star Wars segment. But so my number one, his name is Sir Lawrence Olivier, I believe that's how you name how he pronounces his name or whatever. He's obviously one of the dead ones. He was from this film called The McCurian Canada, I believe, with one of my mom's celebrity crushes, Dustin Hoffman. And the one that made me love him is this one called The Boys from Brazil. There's actually um two other guys on this list. From that movie is the one that just um throw them out there. And he's known for playing Zeus, the Greek god, and like the nineteen eighties Clash of the Titans. My number two, his name is Marlon Brando. He's known for being in Superman as Superman's actual father, Jorel or Corel. He's also I think he was the godfather in the movie The Godfather or um Don or Vito Corleone, like the adult version to Robert De Niro's um, younger version in part two, and a bunch of other stuff. And there's this very great film that's underrated called The Last Town Go in Paris with a Minute, but I would probably best know him for The Godfather. There's this guy named Burt Lancaster. He was in one of my favorite westerns of all time that probably made me love the westerns. Like, there's a predecessor on this list somewhere. Too bad my list is not, like, numbered, or else I would have said number, whatever. But he was in this film called The Gunfather O.K. Corral in, like, the 19... Early... Or late 1950s with Kirk Douglas. It made me love my love of Wyatt Earp, because I believe a few of these other people on the list have taken on the role of, like, Wyatt Earp one day. Like, James Stewart has Who's My Next Guy, I think. Or was that Gregory Peck? And, like, Kevin Costner and a few other people... I don't know why, but I don't prefer, like, Tombstone. No offense to, like, you guys watching out or listening out there, but, yeah. And fun fact, there's actually this 1989, I believe, movie with both Kevin and Bert in it, and they were both wider. So that's, like, a little fun fact. It's called Field of Dreams. If you build it, he will come. 
with um, James Earl Jones, also known as like the voice of Darth Vader, and Mufasa in like Lion King. Both of them. Sorry for the noise. There's um, an ambulance or a fire truck outside. There's also this <clears throat> actor named James Stewart. He was known for doing a bunch of Alfred Hitchcock movies. He was dead in It's a Wonderful Life. But looked at every time a bell rings, an angel gets his rings. He was that guy. Like the uh, dad, obviously, George Bailey, I believe. He was also in Vertigo and Rear Window, which were two of Alfred Hitchcock's um, famous movies. You got this very famous actor named James Mason. He was not to be confused. I think that there's like another actor similar to him named James Mason as well. I may be mistaken. But there's this really great movie by, I think it was Stanley Kubrick, who did this film called Lolita, if I'm not mistaken. There's Salem's Lot, this 1979 version of Stephen King, since there was a remake with the late great Wicker Hager. And, like, somebody who's going to be, like, one of the last, about one of the last people on the list. Or, like, about halfway mark on the list. <laughs> As, like, this scary old dude who does this and that. Like, I'm not going to give it away in case some of you guys have not, like, seen Salem's Lot, read it, whatever. And he was actually one of the... Like, in between guys, like, a good and bad guy in The Boys from Brazil, the one that I mentioned first, so Lawrence Lee AVA. You have, next you have Clint Eastwood. He's one of my favorite, like, Western actors, Italian Western actors, um, one of the greatest directors of all time. He's usually known for doing, like, real life stuff, but now, like, he did the Jersey Boys, he did, he was behind Sully, that Midnight Train to Paris, like, like 1517 or whatever, and... Some of the other greatest films ever. It's just tough, really, to, like, decide on his film, like, his greatest film ever. Because, like, Million Dollar Baby was one of his best. Um, you have Unforgiven. A bunch of, like, Oscar, would have been Oscar contenders and everything, but yeah. You have, next year, Gregory Peck. He was the bad guy in The Boys from Brazil. One of my favorite films ever of all time. He was in The Omen, which is, like, my, one of my favorite scary movies. And also... To Kill a Mockingbird, Agus Finch. One of the greatest performances of his whole entire history. It's, I think it's a Broadway play, if I'm not mistaken right now. <laughs> then you got Ben Mendelsohn. He's known for doing a bunch of villain roles. He was a villain, I believe, in Captain Marvel. I still haven't seen that yet. No offense. He was in Robin Hood, the Taron Egerton, or however you pronounce his name, version of Sheriff Nottingham. Uh, Nolan Sorrento in Ready Player One. He was in Rogue One, a Star Wars story, as director Orson Krennic, who we could possibly be seeing in Cassian, who knows, like, nobody knows exactly yet, maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't, maybe you would see the next guy, too, um, and he's also in this film called Vertical Limit with, like, one of the second last guys, but yeah, maybe I'll mention Vertical Limit again when I get up to his, maybe. Then you got Danish Hunk. Oh, God. Mads Mikkelsen, he's in this film called The Hunt, where he's, like, an elementary school teacher or helper, and this little kid blames him for something they didn't do, and the whole entire town um, goes against him. There's this... He's in Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and like I said, maybe he will be back in Cassian somehow, and obviously Hannibal, the series. 
hopefully that comes back. There's like a little bit more that they could possibly do before you go into the Clarice Sterling and Sons Lambs. Maybe they'll even have a young actress or somebody portraying her. Depending on who wants to come back and stuff. But I think Mads Mikkelsen's interested. Like there's a convention over here, I believe, in like November or September called Hannibal Con or something like that. Or and there's been a bunch of fan art and stuff, but nothing's been ever confirmed yet. I'm sure Hugh Dancy, the guy that played Will Graham, one of the younger people, one of the younger detectives, will probably come back too. And oh, Lawrence Fishburne, who played Jack Crawford, the investigator, the lead detective, who basically sends Clary Sterling to go see him as well. Then you got Sam Neill. He's from the Jurassic Park. He's in Dr. Ellen Grant. Um, and there's actually going to be another connection that's going to come up in a few, actually two if you think about Jurassic Park. And he's in one of my favorite sinister type movies, The Omen 3, which is two obviously after Gregory Peck's one. Actually number whatever, like two more from Sam Neill is another Omen actor who is in the sequel though, but yeah. And he's also in, I think it's one of the, like, non-talking version, non-singing versions of, um, the Jungle Book, like, one of the first, or, like, the last typed one of his. But, like, yeah. <laughs> My next one, his name is William Fickner. He is known for doing this show called Prison Break. We hope that he will return eventually. He's also in um, this movie called Drive Angry, where he's, like, I think he's the like a part of the devil, and he has some awesome one-liners. Then you got the final omen, final, I think, omen actor. His name is William Holden. He was the lead in this iconic movie, which I'm sure um, Mel Gibson will do justice to, called The Wild Bunch. Like, there was a few rumors going on Will Smith will lead The Wild Bunch, but I don't think that that will happen, because I think Michael Fassbender, Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones, and somebody else are, like, currently in talks to be in The Wild Bunch. Which was, like, one of the greatest films ever. It was, like, early 1960s, probably around the time of The Magnificent Seven. Except a lot more grittier. Like, there's loads more blood and stuff, which is perfect for Mel Gibson. He's in this film called Stay Leg 17. And he was the uncle to Damien Thorne, this little kid who would later be portrayed by Sam Neill, let's just say. In its third one, but the sequel for William Holden. Then you got Star Wars and Indiana Jones, very own Harrison Ford. Now, this one's going to be a little bit tricky as well, because, like, I love Star Wars. I love Indiana Jones. I love The Fugitive. I love Air Force One and stuff. But fun fact, you guys, before, maybe, like, 1990 or something, before Sam Neill took on the role of Dr. Alan Grant, there was rumors going on that Harrison Ford could have possibly been Dr. Alan Grant, and that somebody that I'm going to mention a little bit, why not Sir Sean Connery would have been um, John Hammond or whatever, that guy that does the Welcome to Jurassic Park. But, um, yeah, I can't wait to see his like, new project. Something he has one called Into the Wild or something coming out. And there's been a few rumors that maybe he would show up in Episode 9 of Star Wars. Speaking of Star Wars, my next one is Liam Neeson. He's, like, one of my favorite Star Wars actors. I hope he returns if we get an Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series. Or a movie. I have no clue which one I want better. Maybe a TV show? Like, you could introduce a few other people that, like, we know and love. Maybe even, like, on a distant planet. 
somewhere else, obviously not in the story, like in between break or whatever of the show, you can have Millie Bobby Brown perhaps as a young Leia, because she looks exactly like Carrie Fisher. But um, so one of my favorite worlds of his obviously Star Wars episode when the Phantom Menace as Qui Gon Jinn. You have him as Aslan in the Chronicles of Narnia. And obviously he's... In a few other films, there's this film called Kinsey, which I'm not going to get into details to because I don't know who really watches my podcast. If anybody does, yada, yada, yada. And, um... Oh, there's this film series that's called Taken where he's like an ex-CIA agent. His daughter gets kidnapped in the first one and sold to slaves, let's just say, and... He goes and saves her and has this most threatening slash awesome one-liner. The, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. Type one. There's also Kevin Costner. I don't know why, but I love Kevin Costner and Dennis Quaid more than um, Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer as their roles for wider. But I don't know where I would like put Kevin Costner between him and um, Bart Lancaster, one of the like first guys that I said, number three or whatever, according to the list. But one of my other favorite worlds of his is Dances with Wolves. And obviously, you got the old dreams that if you build it, he will come is just like one of the greatest moments of the film. I got to introduce you to a few people that you probably didn't like know of. Like, oh, that's where Darth Vader's voice came from. Like, if you guys did not like know who James Earl Jones was. Uh, but yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of Dennis Quaid, which I just mentioned, my next one is Dennis Quaid. There's, like, a bunch of films that I love of his, and there's, like, a few that I haven't seen. But he's in, like, I think two films coming out soon, if I'm not mistaken. There's this one that's called Midway, um, which looks like a World War II type one with, like, Nick Jonas, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I believe, and a bunch of other people are in it, Patrick Wilson. And then there's this other one called Reagan, based on, like, the early life of Ronald Reagan, which is going to be played by David Henry, a former Disney star. And then it's going to be um, Dennis, like, in as, like, an adult version, or, like, 50-plus, or whatever type version of Ronald Reagan for the Dennis Quaid part. Like, they were both born in Texas, I believe. I think Reagan was born in Texas. But, yeah, and one of my other favorite ones is, like, Footloose... It had Julianne Huff in it, who was who is obviously a professional dancer. Like she was on Dancing with the Stars with her brother Derek Huff. And I think they're related to like the Lynches, like Ross and them from like the Disney Channel show Austin Alley. You have James Cromwell. He was the farmer in the film Babe. He was in the Green Mile. He's in Space Cowboys. Who sends Clint Eastwood and a bunch of other um guys, Donald Sutherland, and a few other people. To go on a space mission, which kind of, in a way, would probably be like a prequel to that film coming out soon called Ad Astra. In a way, even though I don't think that they're like related in that like type way. He was also in The General's Daughter with John Travolta, where he was like one, one of the bad guys. You got Sir Anthony Hopkins. I love my Hannibal Lecter, you guys. I, can, I hope it comes back. I've yet to see Restoral, but I'm definitely... Probably gonna watch it. Just because, like, I kind of loved the movie. Like, the old Brenner movie from, like, the 1960s or whenever it was. So I'm interested. Plus, like, it seems to be doing really well. It's always at Comic-Con. I don't think Anthony or um, the guy that played the old Brenner's character was there. But, yeah. And he's also the father to, like, Brad Pitt. 
um, this guy named Aiden Quinn and Henry Thomas, the guy that played the younger Elliot Initi for Legends of the Fall. You also have Ed Harris. He was the director, in a way, of The Truman Show, like the one that was controlling him. He's in this film called Stepmom. He's in Apollo 13. I think he was in Apollo 13, if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> He's, like, the one that sends, like, the mission control person, like, the one that sends Tom Hanks and Bill Paxton and them up on the spaceship. And also, he looks like he could be, like, a flight instructor for Maverick 2. Like, you see him in the trailer or you hear him in the trailer, but, yeah. You also have Scott Glenn. He was in this... Uh, yeah, Scott Glenn, he was in this western in, like, the 1980, early 19, kind of middle 1980s called Silverado in, like, 1985, which kickstarted Kevin Costner's career. Like, he was in, Kevin was in this movie called The Big Chill. If you guys see it, he's the guy that kills himself at the beginning, but his, you can only, like, see his head or something. When Lawrence Kasdan, I believe, promised him, like, a bigger role. And then that was, like, the career launch for him. For Kevin Scott Glenn. Um, a young Kevin Klein, Danny Glover. And a few other people. And actually, like, somebody that I'm going to mention, like, in a little bit as well. He's also... I don't know if he was the originator or whatever. But he was the original in a way, I guess. Jack Crawford, like, the guy that sent... Jodie Foster's Clarice Starling to go meet with Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal, and Silence of the Lambs. Um, he's also in this film that I'm probably going to mention that actually had um, Ben Mendelsohn as well called Vertical Limit that has one, the second last guy in it. Uh, I'm like blushing over here just like mentioning all these people. If this list gets updated by me, I will probably do one for like Valentine's Day. Once again, like, a celebrity crush type thingy, and I'll, like, name it Shannon's Celebrity Crushes number two or something, because this may be number one. Because there's probably a bunch of guys that I'm missing. <clears throat> Give me a second, I'm going to drink some coffee. My voice has been hurting for, like, 18 minutes straight because of this. Then the next one, you have Sir Anth Sir Sean Connery. Sorry about the Sir Anthony part, I'm a little bit tired. <laughs> But he was obviously, he's obviously known for, um, doing the Bond, Jane Bond, originating it, I believe. Because there was another film, it was called Casino Royale. It was like 1960-something, and I don't know who it was, David Niven, this guy's name was, or whatever, but he was James Bond as well. But I don't know, was that Paradoy, or whatever you want to call it? Or was it really Sean's that was first? And not to mention, you got the Casino Royale movie in, like, 2006 with Mads Mikkelsen, Daniel Craig, Eva Green, I think, or whoever. And also, you got, like, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner, where he only, like, has a small part, but they needed a big actor to, like, fill it. And obviously, The Untouchables, as Kevin's friend who helps put down Al Capone for life... Played by, like, a very young, around the time, probably Robert De Niro. But, yeah. And also, obviously, he would have been in Jurassic Park. But, yeah. And, obviously, Indiana Jones died with Harrison Ford. <clears throat> Speaking of famous fathers and sons, I'm gonna, like, randomly mix up this list in my... for a minute. 
You got Donald Sutherland. He's in the upcoming film Ad Astra, but I'm going to go over like three films that I love in, of his, even though there's obviously more. But why not give a few like quick little honorable mentions? There's this book series called The Hunger Games. He's President Snow in them. He's in at the upcoming Ad Astra, like I just said. He was in Space Cowboys, if you want to include that as one of them, like the honorable mentions. Oh, I almost forgot one, but it's like, yeah. I usually forget stuff. So anyways, I'm going to go over my favorite films of his. Oh yeah, and he was in Salem's Lot with Late Great Wicker Hager. That was probably like the one that I almost forgot with Late Great Wicker So my number one top pick of his is the movie MASH. It... I used to watch the TV show when I was, like, a little kid, like, when I used to um, be sick all the time or whatever, and I'm pretty sure I fell asleep watching the show, but it's, like, based loosely on that. I think it's also based on a few books books and stuff like that, and um, some of the actors or one of the actors from the movie would later appear in the TV show. I don't know which one came first or whatever, but there may be a reboot of the TV series. He was Hawkeye Pierce in it. Originally played by Alan Alda in the TV series. Um, there's this really great, amazing horror film. I'm not going to spoil it. It's called Don't Look Now. Where, let's just say, him and his wife, they see, or he sees, the their their like little six-year-old or whatever named Christine drowning outside. They go to Paris because he's like an art instructor and like crazy stuff happens. And also, there's this film called Invasion of the Body Snatchers. It's one of the most iconic lines ever. Like, you don't... it. He doesn't really say anything. Like, he just, like, looks and acts normal. And then, at the end, he points and he's like... <sighs> or, like, a louder scream. But I don't want to scare my audience. <laughs> then you got his son. One of my, like, total celebrity crushes. Kiefer Sutherland. He's known for saying, damn it, on the show, Jack... On the show, 24 is Jack Bauer. That's what I meant to say, the Jack part. And also, he was in Designated Survivor for Netflix. Young Guns is one of my favorite westerns ever, besides, like, ones I mentioned, Wide Earp and the Magnificent Seven and the Wild Bunch. He's in The Lost Boys. He was in one of Stephen King's, like, early things called Stand By Me as well, with, like, a younger walking Phoenix. Sorry, River Phoenix, getting Will Whedon, Corey Feldman, I believe. But yeah, and he's got a few other projects coming out, and he's a really great, amazing musician, like country artist. You got Ewan McGregor. He's one of my favorite celebrity crushes from Star Wars. Like, my family kind of admits that, even though my mom was... When, so one day, me and my mom, we went to go see the movie Rocket Man, which I did a review for one of my first videos, which I did a review on from here, one of my first podcasts, should I say. And my mom's like, who's Ewan McGregor? Didn't he die? <laughs> when that was the original guy, Sir Alec Guinness, obviously. For those of you guys that don't know, he's the original Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like in episode four, like the one that originated. Hello there. I cannot wait to see, like, what he does. Um, Some people think that he's going to be back for Obi-Wan. I definitely think so. It's just like, when are they going to announce it? D23 is coming up soon. Um, he's in Moulin Rouge, which gives me the aspect that he may be David Bowie one day. If you guys see the movie, there's this part, maybe, like, towards the middle or something, where he does a mashup of, like, love-type songs, 
and he does the song called Heroes by David Bowie. Like, he's like, you, you, wait, wait, it's like, um, Nicole Kidman sings with him, and she's like, you, you will be me, and then he's like, no, it won't, and I'll, I'll drink all the time, and he's like, we should be lovers. And, like, it still goes on for a few minutes, but, like, those were a few parts. And he even did a tribute to David Bowie a couple years ago for, like, an AIDS um, convention where he was singing. You know, he was, like, mixing up with the Moulin Rouge ones, and he was dancing a little bit. So maybe he would, he will be David Bowie one day, but from, like, Dexter Fletcher or somebody, like, the guy behind Rocketman, part of Bohemian Rhapsody. And he's doing, I believe he's doing Sherlock Holmes 3 or 4, like, the next installment of the Sherlock Holmes movie series. And he's in this upcoming horror movie called Doctor Sleep, which is a sequel in a way to I think the Shining novel, the Here's Johnny type novel, as you guys will see like in the trailer. But yeah, <laughs> um, then you got this guy named Brian Dennehy. He was in Rambo: First Blood. He's in this movie called FX. Um, he was in Silverado as like the bad sheriff that makes a bunch of crazy stuff happen. And he was in someone called To Catch a Killer, based kind of off of the John Wayne Gacy murders, where he was a clown and everything. He's just creepy, and he kind of looks like John Wayne Gacy, like if you compare pictures to him. You got Mark Hamill from Star Wars. I've yet to actually see the movie Child's Play, but I cannot wait for Star Wars Episode Nine. Is he going to appear? Is he not? Is he going to appear? Is he not? Because of the Vanity Fair pictures I showed some people on like YouTube or whatever. Um, obviously, Child's Play. There's rumors that there may be a sequel already, too, so that must be really good. Maybe I'll go watch that later. I cannot wait for a Dark Crystal and any of his, like, other voice work. Like, it says that there's already, like, I think, like, three projects or something with Mark Hamill. If you guys look him up on, like, IMDb. But, yeah. Or maybe, like, Wikipedia would even say some stuff. You got Adam Driver. Speaking of stars, you got Adam Driver, his nephew, in a way. He's in Kylo Ren in The Force Awakens. He's also a war veteran, which I just love. And, like, I think... Yeah, and I think that he was a war veteran, if I'm not mistaken. Which I just um, love. And he does charity, which is always really great. And he was in this show called Girls, which kickstarted him to being... The baddie in Star Wars. The Force Awakens, episode 8, episode 9. Who knows about his fate? Like, is he going to survive? Is he not? Because who knows about episode 10, 11, and 12 in, like, the future? Mark Hamill's done, but maybe he would do, like, a voice. Speaking of who may be coming back for episode 10 or whatever in the future, depending on his fate. Dominal. Domhol? Dominal Gleason. I don't even know how you pronounce his name, to be honest. Dominal? Domhol? He was in this film called Inside Lewis. Inside Lewin Davis with Oscar Isaac, who plays Poe Dameron. He was in Ex Machina. I believe that's how you pronounce it. He's in Peter Rabbit with um, Sam Neill as, like, the grandson or whatever. And Sam Neill's the grandpa. And obviously, General Hux. Probably related to Richard E. Grant's character. Some people speculate in um, The Rise of Skywalker. You got Nikolai Coster-Waldau, who I think could be Ewan McGregor, like um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, rather, if Ewan doesn't come back for episode, for, sorry, not for episode, even though there's been a few rumors that Ewan will probably return to episode 9 somehow, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but they're going to 
um, age up Carrie. They're going to do some digital effects on her to make her look a little bit, like, younger and stuff. Do her hair color and stuff to make it look like she was actually there and stuff. Like, from used footage, which should be awesome. So maybe they could do something similar to that for you and make him look a little bit more like the Alec Guinness that we know and love. The... Pardon me, I had to burp for a second. The hello there version. He kind of looks like Ewan McGregor, too. He's from Game of Thrones. He is Jamie Lannister. He is in this film called Shock Hunter, which I think is on Netflix. He is also in this film called Black Hawk Down with Ewan. And fun fact, there's this film called Night Watch from, like, 1994 with Nikolai in it. Nikolaj, Nikolai. And then, like, three years later, before Star Wars, obviously, Ewan McGregor did... So, Nikolai is a Danish actor. This film was in Danish. And then there's, like, a remake that was American in, like, 1997 with Ewan as, like, the same character that Nikolai was. Then you got, um, James McAvoy. He's obviously in Split as the Beast. He's in the X-Men series. I haven't actually seen Dark Phoenix yet. Maybe I won't, just because I heard that it sucks really badly. Like, it was only in theaters for a couple of months or whatever, and then boom. Or a couple of weeks. And obviously, I cannot wait for him in It Part 2. Maybe Part 3, like, if we ever get something. Because there's been a few rumors and stuff. Whew! I'm finally getting close to the end of my list, you guys. <laughs> it took me 29 minutes so far. Maybe it will be, like, 40 minutes by the time this video is officially done. You got Taron Egerton. He's from the movie Kingsman. Maybe he'll be in the prequel somehow. Because, like, there's that The Kingsman. Just like The Kingsman. With, like, Rafe Fiennes in that movie. But, yeah. And he was in the film Sing, which gave him the talent for Dexter Fletcher to hire him for Rocketman as Elton John. Elton even highly approved of him. You got this act Canadian boy and actor named... Bruce Greenwood, he was in the Star Trek movie series by J.J. Abrams, like the reboot as Captain Christopher Pike, who originated the role, I guess, after Kirk's dad died, right before Captain James Tiberius Kirk, um, before he took over the role of the USS Enterprise. He's in the upcoming Doctor Sleep, he was in a few other um, Canadian films by this Canadian French, I guess, director named Tommy Goyen. Like, there's this film called The Sweet Hereafter based on the, a bus crash that ha happened in Alton, Texas. And there's a few other films. If you guys love horror films, go check out this mo short movie or whatever called Gerald's Game on Netflix. It's based on a short Stephen King story by Mike Flanagan, the guy that's doing Doctor Sleep. But yeah. You got Hayden Christensen. He had some big shoes to fill, but everyone loves him. He got a standing ovation for the 40-year anniversary of Star Wars uh, last year, or two years ago, rather, in um, at Star Wars Celebration. He's your Anakin Skywalker. Maybe he will appear for Kenobi? I don't know. It's tough to tell. I'm part Italian, so I have to throw in this thing called Little Italy Sutton. And he's also in this film called Jumper by Ryan Johnson. Unless I'm thinking of Looper. Jumper or Looper. <laughs> you got Jeff Bridges. He's known as the dude for like two films in a way, I guess you can say. Because John Wayne was the original for the True Grit movie. And that I think was um, the Big Lebowski's name. The dude for this bowling funny movie. Um, the True Grit remake as Rooster Cockburn. And there's this film called Blown Away. 
I'm going to mention, like, another film eventually. But there's this film called Blown Away. It has his dad in it, um, Tommy Lee Jones, um, Forrest Whitaker, and a bunch of other people, which is, like, really nice. Like, one of his dad's final films, because I think his dad died in, like, the 2000s. This was, like, 1994, so who knows? And why not? This film called The Vanishing, which has Kiefer in it, which is probably the one that made me love Kiefer, but why not? I had Jeff Bridges on my list, too. Now, this is going to get into the funner part, because like, these are guys that I currently love, especially, like, these final, like, eight. <laughs> I'm, like, currently blushing over here. Thank goodness you guys can now, like, see my face and stuff. <laughs> it's, like, going red. But you got, like, great Charlton Heston. He's known for um, Ben-Hur as the title character, Ben-Hur. He's in the movie to the Ten Commandments, and obviously... Planet of the Apes from, like, the 1950s or 60s, which were paved the way for Tim Burton, I think, to do the remake, which I think Charlton actually has a cameo in, if I'm not mistaken, maybe as a monkey or something, or as an ape or whatever. You got Isai Morales. He's from this film called Bad Boys. Not the one that you guys know of, but, like, there's, like, this prison one called Bad Boys with younger Sean Penn in it. There's... <laughs> oh, my... He's in this film called Mia Familia, My Family with Jimmy Smith from Star Wars and, like, L.A. Law and Edward James Almost from, like, Miami Vice, I think he was, and Battlestar Galactica. Criminal Minds, he was also in for, like, season six for, like, a few little episodes just as, like, a temporary replacement from the characters, I think, or, like, as the main boss. And why not just throw in this one, La Bamba. He's, like, I think he was the brother, if I'm not mistaken, or, like, stepbrother to Richie Valens, played by Lou Diamond Phillips. My number, whatever you want to call him, is Richard Dean Anderson. He's known to the world for the show called Stargate. She went from 1997 to 2007. I usually came out in a few other Stargate properties as Richard Dean and as, um, Jack O'Neill, who was originally played by Kurt Russell in the movie series. In the movie Stargate, back in like 1993 by Roland Emmerich, I believe. He's also in the show called MacGyver, where he was like this character that makes things out of random, like gum in a paperclip, make a bomb or something. Don't try that at home because that probably won't work. But yeah. And he also like appears on a few other thingies. I think he was like on um, General Hospital back in the day and stuff like that too. But yeah. Um, you got Robert Mitchum. He was the bad guy in this film called Kate Fear, which had, like, Gregory Peck in it. Um, he was in this film called Scrooged as, like, the buns. And fun fact, he and Gregory actually, like, reprised their roles, including somebody else, this guy named Martin Balsam. They reprised their roles, but, like, as different characters. Like, I don't think I've ever seen the original Kate Fear. I just, like, know that they're in the remake. But I think Rob, Robert Mitchum was the bad guy and in the original, and he was... I think he was, like, one of the good guys in this remake. And Gregory Peck was on the bad side with De Niro, Robert De Niro. Nick Nolte was um, Gregory Peck's character. But yeah. Then you got Jeff, this guy named Jeffrey Lewis. He's known for being in a bunch of Clint Eastwood movies. Like, he was in... Every Rich Way But Loose, Any Which Way You Can, this movie called Bronco Billy, High Plains Drifter, this horror, Salem's Lot, like that 1970s one, the one that stars Gregory Peck, uh, 
<laughs> See? I love it, Tyler. When that stars James Mason, I keep on mentioning the one that scares me. That movie scares me. I'm scared to, like, watch the remake. Right? And he's known for being in The Devil's Rejects. But, yeah. Then you got this guy named Viggo Mortensen. Green Book, anyone? He was in The Lord of the Rings as well, I'm pretty sure. And he's in these two movies with Ed Harris. Um, this one called... History of Violence, and this one called Appaloosa. Appaloosa is a very iconic western, I think. Speaking of westerns, now I'm going to go to my final two. And thank goodness you guys cannot see my face. My face is, like, going red for these two in a great way. Like, obviously not mad at them or whatever. <laughs> but there's this Australian cutie. Oh, good. Jesus. <laughs> called Robert Taylor. He's an Australian actor, obviously, because there's an American that died in, like, the 1960s or 70s whose name is Robert Taylor as well. But this Robert Taylor I love, he's from this, he's from The Matrix. He's, like, one of the agents, Agent Jones or somebody. Um, he's from Vertical Limit. He's from this, I'm, like, thinking of everything that he's from, just, like, thinking of a few thingies. He's from these two awesome summer movies, which I'll probably watch later. One called Rogue, where he gets killed by a killer crocodile or whatever in Australia. And there's The Meg. One of the iconic shark movies ever, which is kind of like a rip-off of Jaws, and has like Rain Rolls from Office, Jason Statham from Hobbs and Shaw, and a bunch of other people. But there's this western TV series. It's called Longmire. I hope it comes back. I just hope it does. Then again, I hope a few of these things come back. Designated Survivor got cancelled, so maybe we'll see the return of Jack Bauer. Maybe we'll see the return of Walt Longmire and Katie Longmire and everybody else from Longmire, like the cast, their characters. Like, maybe there's a story that um, Craig Johnson, the writer, didn't tell. Mm. I don't usually read anything, hence why I usually stick to like the movie news for Talking Star Wars, but yeah. Oh, good. Can I just hit my video off right now? But, okay. There's this guy named Christopher Allport. Um, he was... I don't really know that much about him, like, any of his movies or whatever, to be honest. But there's this horror movie that I don't know why, but I won't stop watching, called Jack Frost. And he kind of looks like Robert Taylor a little bit, but yeah. Bye, guys.